Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back to another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox Live. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I am excited to be back on live with you guys today. I want to thank you so much for those that are coming into the room and even those that will be watching on the replay. I appreciate your, your support each and every Thursday as we have new episodes of Laquita's Toolbox Live that come out every Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we are uh, proud to be able to broadcast across multiple social media platforms, including Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So those of you that are joining us across the various audiences, welcome, welcome, welcome. We appreciate you so much. Um, please continue to hit those like, share, and subscribe buttons um, as you come onto the platform. And let's make sure that we get this live broadcast out to as many people as possible because the information that we're going to receive from Michelle Davis on today is definitely life-changing. Uh, she is going to be able to provide us some amazing tools that will help us grow both personally and professionally. But before we get started uh, with the conversation today with Michelle, let me thank the sponsors of today's episode of Laquita's Toolbox Live, and that is Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory shop where we as believers can shop online for clothing and accessories that allow us to wear the message of the love of Jesus Christ. Go out to www covenant-press.com. Again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Shop to your drop, but don't be too quick to click off of those pop-ups because those pop-ups contain some very valuable promo codes. And you want to take that promo code, put it in the applicable uh, place at the checkout to receive your discounts and savings on your purchase. Again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Miss Michelle, how are you? How are you? How are you? I am great. I am great. Thank you so much, Laquita, for having me on. So I'm oh, excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I'm like we were saying, like even before the broadcast, this I'm I'm excited. Every time I pop on live, it feels like it's the first time. So I love the excitement. I love the energy. And I know that um, you have some amazing uh, information to share with us today. So I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. So am I, Laquita. So am I. And, you know, you're amazing as always. And I thank you for giving me the platform to share my knowledge. Oh, it is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. So for those that are joining us that may not be in your following, please take a moment to tell us um, a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and your great podcast, The Boss Experience. Absolutely. So my name is Michelle Davis. I am a business coach and business strategist. For those of you who have never heard of me and you're seeing me for the first time, Prior to launching my business back in 2016, 
I decided um, I, I had spent 20 plus years in nonprofit services, developing coaching and counseling programs in the nonprofit sector. And I decided one day I was going to start a business. I was just at a place in my life. I was sitting in, you know, on my couch thinking I'm not where I want to be in life. <laughs> and I decided in that moment I was going to start a business without really knowing, you know, what that looked like for me, what that meant, what exactly my business idea would, you know, what was my business going to be? I had no clue. And so fast forward to some time later, some, you know, over the years, I, as I, you know, struggled throughout my entrepreneurial journey in the beginning, it was all about like, how do, how do I figure out what to sell? How do I navigate all this stuff online? How do I do, how do I just get my business going? How do I get to something I actually feel I'm good at? And so uh, fast forward years later, as a business coach and strategist, obviously I got my <laughs> got myself together. <laughs> I gathered myself up because I ended up, you know, I folk, I dialed in onto into what I had expertise in and what I was good at. Mm-hmm. And so, as we fast forward, I've helped many women and some men throughout the years really just get their professional service business off the ground. Some I've helped launch their signature coaching program. Uh, and, the, and that means when I say launch, develop it out from A to Z and really just get people to the point of really tapping into themselves and looking at their own strengths so that they can stop looking at all these other uh, external sources for how they can be profitable in business. And so uh, I started the Boss Experience podcast uh, actually in the uh, fall of 2021. It's almost been a year now. And we're at, uh, I just launched uh, episode 48. And the boss experience is really for those. Yay. Season three. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Celebrate those milestones. Yes. (laughs) Because podcasting is not easy. Um, Business is not easy. Um, No. But I launched the boss experience podcast as a platform to really help people. People, because everyone's kind of in their own zone. Everyone's not really ready to, you know, they got a lot of stuff swirling swirling around in their mind, but they're not necessarily really ready, you know, to take that leap. Or maybe they took the leap. They need more information about how to help their business grow. And so I, along with some amazing special guests over the seasons, you know, help people kind of get a grasp of what it's like to start a business, what you need to do. They share their own journeys, their own tips, their own strategies. And um, yeah, you get get to hear from a lot of amazing women. You get to hear from me as well. And it's all about helping you not just get started, but stay in business. Because I think it's very easy to get started. I think the challenge is, is people staying in business and actually making money. That's it. You know, you said something there. Uh, just a few moments ago that was that I hope people uh, would catch on to. And I've, I've had this conversation with many, many individuals who are starting their entrepreneur journey. I was even talking to a good friend of mine earlier in the week and people, you know, when you're looking at social media, TV, any form of media, and you, you know, you see the advertisements or the conversations about becoming an entrepreneur and Marketing makes it look easy. 
Marketing makes it looks like you do step one, step two, step three, boom, and it's a piece of cake. And what you mentioned earlier, you know, about some of the, you know, the hardships that you face as an entrepreneur, the realities of it, like, yes, it is very rewarding and loads of people have massive energy and massive action and they get started, but then the stick to itiveness can they stick to it? Can they stay? Do you know you have the resiliency needed? Do you have the right mindset that is needed? Um, and I, in with thinking about even the name of your podcast and some of the episodes that I've had the pleasure to listen to, the boss experience is about way more <laughs> than yes. the income that you make, the glitz and the glamour. The mm-hmm. boss experience is the totality of it all. Yeah. And and that was the goal, too, because, you know, people, if you look on social media long enough, you you start thinking entrepreneurship is easy. Um, But entrepreneurship is, is, you know, is about mindset. It's about uh, dealing with all those issues you may have had before you even, you know, started your business. Um, Some of us have a lot of baggage. You know, we have a lot of confidence issues. We, you know, may experience anxiety. We may have unresolved trauma. And so we, you know, the boss experiences everything. It's the whole person. And when you think about, you know, everything someone goes through, you know, the whole mindset struggles, can they actually do what they want to do? Can they, you know, are, is entrepreneurship actually something they could be successful at? Because a lot of times we talk ourselves out of stuff before we even get started. And, um, Let's you know, stay and right I, and there I, for just a second. Let's stay yes. right there for just a second. Yes. Like the talking, because that's that's fear. That's you know that can be a lot of things manifested that we think are is something good that's saving us from heartache. But let's let's talk about that. You know why it's important to know what is keeping you from getting started and why that's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, Fear is a, is a, it's it's kind of like that thing that will make you or break you. So you're either going to stay and wallow in your fear, or you're going to overcome it and and do what you have to do. Because everybody gets scared. Everybody's fearful. I don't care how many smiling faces you see on social media. They 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 get scared too. It's just it's what you do with that fear. You know, are you going to allow that fear to hold you back, or are you going to uh, overcome that fear and say, Yeah, I'm scared, but I'm going to do this anyway. Because uh, what I see, even in the clients that I worked with, and even in myself when I first got started, is you know we could you could develop this amazing program, right? You vetted it out, you've done the market research, and then next thing you know you're like, I can't do this, I can't do this. Nobody's gonna buy this, and then you're talking yourself out of success. You're talking yourself out of taking action. You're talking yourself out of getting started. And here's the thing. We all have done things and maybe maybe we didn't, it didn't work out the way we want it, but you did it. And you don't know whether you're going to fail unless you start. And, and failure is a start of the process, is part of the entrepreneurial process anyway. Is it pleasant to fail? Nope. <laughs> But it's a part of the process. And if you don't get started, you're not going to go through the process. Everything ain't like, you know, people posing in front of cars and like they never had, you know, a hardship in their business. And, you know, that's giving you a false sense of reality. But, you know, you have to allow yourself to go through those bumps in the road so that you can get to the point where you are 
you know, seeing the profit you want to make in your business. You're constantly looking at your business, seeing how you can do better and be better. And you're not afraid to take risks because think about it. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, how many people have told you to get a real job, right? This ain't work. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, just making the decision to start a business alone requires some sense of courage. So don't downplay, you know, your strengths and don't allow yourself to be overtaken by fear. And, you, you know, you have to push forward no matter what's going on and what you need to overcome. The key is being realistic and being honest about what you're feeling and doing what it takes to get past it. This is true. This is so true. Listen, guys, I thank you so much for those of you that are uh, following us on the various social media platforms. I see we have people coming in on Facebook, um, LinkedIn, uh, some on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. Thank you guys for coming in. Please like and share this broadcast. Join the conversation. This is a conversation. We have the amazing uh, Miss Michelle Davis, who is a phenomenal business coach, and she has a great presence on LinkedIn and phenomenal podcast called The Boss Experience. So please jump into those comment section, add value to the conversation, ask your questions, leave your comments, your thoughts. And because we're, what we're talking about today is a very uh, relevant topic to those of us that are entrepreneurs, no matter where you are in your entrepreneurial journey, there are some tools that are going to be released today that can definitely help you. So make sure you got your something to write with, something to write on, and hitting those like, share, and subscribe buttons. So, but Michelle, you, you're so right. Like Nobody wants to fail, but failure isn't always a bad thing, depending on perspective. So mm-hmm. if I'm always winning, how do I know where I need to grow? How can I stretch? How can I be challenged? But in the midst of your failure, at least for me, let me say that. In the midst of my failure, once I, you know, shake that off because it never feels good. It's some learning experiences in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I when I first started um, my business, I did not look within. I was Mm -hmm. looking. I thought I didn't value my own strengths and my own experiences and my expertise. I didn't think I was an expert in anything. Here I was with all of this, you know, 20 plus years experience. And, you know, you're talking about experience as in my career. Yes. But I also had things that I've done in my personal life, raising kids, you know, things that I overcame that I discounted. So I never Mm. viewed myself as having value. I thought I had to look external to figure out what kind of business I was going to launch. And so, so often we don't get in our head to really kind of map out what we want in -hmm. a business. And we're looking Mm -hmm. at everyone else to provide the answers. And so what you're going to end up with, if you look outside yourself is you're going to end up with all these 20 trillion (laughs) business ideas (laughs) that you can launch and you don't know, if you're going to have the same same success as the other people, because you haven't really taken the time to really map out what it takes to start this business. Is this a business I really want to start? You know, mm-hmm. is this what I envision myself doing? And you mentioned, you know, and we were talking about this before we went live. The minute you stop getting excited about what you're doing, it's time to get out. It's time to yes. get out. And yes. you, you're not creating another job for yourself. You're creating something 
that is fulfilling. You know, when you think about entrepreneurship in a business, you're you started a business because you wanted to feel something that you didn't get in traditional employment. Whether for me it was having a vision that I could take to the finish line, my own vision. Because in your job, you're carrying out someone else's vision. Someone you else's vision. There's yeah. no, yeah, you're not, any ideas that you have, you can present them, but then they can get shot down. You have yeah. no control over um, over the, the, the game plan. And what's even worse is that your ideas can get shot down, but your task, guess who's tasked with carrying out the plan? <laughs> it's you. It's, so yeah, yeah. you don't, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to create another job for yourself. You no. want to create something that is rich and fulfilling. And when I say rich, I don't mean in money. Rich mm -hmm. in, in, you know, makes you feel good and, and, and it's fulfilling. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So, you know, you, you mentioned something there at, um, just a moment ago about the boss within. How can we tap into or to discover those of us that are, you know, that may be transitioning or thinking about transitioning into entrepreneurship, or perhaps they are already an entrepreneur, but treating it more like a job instead of I own this. What, what are some of the things that we can do to identify the boss within and thrive there? That's a great question. So when I first started, um, I, I, you know, I, I think I just said this before, you know, I was hopping into all these different business models and finally it dawned on me, you know, it was like, I don't like any of this stuff after I wasted like six months doing different types of businesses, things I saw online. I thought social media was going to be the answer for um, me to start this business that I decided I was going to start. And so what I started to do is I started to actually map out what are my strengths? You know, I'm looking within, but what, what is it that I really want? And this was after so many flops of things that really didn't fit who I was and what I wanted to do and what my vision was for a business. So I started looking at, well, what, I, what do I enjoy doing? You know, what are my interests? What, are, what do I have expertise in? And this is like not just your hard skills, like from your career, but also your soft skills too. You know, what are you good at? What are your passions? What do you do when you're not working? You know, what are you doing at your job? Not your job title, but, you know, what do you really do? Lay all that out and, and you know, on a piece of paper. And then once you lay all, all of that out, you can look at, you know, in kind of like a second phase of this is, you know, what problems can I solve based on all these, all the skills, all of my expertise, everything, you know, knowledge I already have in my brain, you know, what problems can I solve for people? And don't discount things that you've overcome too. things, you know, maybe your household, you know, for some reason, you know, everybody in your household was laid off. I know we saw that a lot in COVID and, and maybe you discovered couponing. And you learned how to save your family, you know, hundreds of dollars and you survive. I mean, that is a skill. Planning is a, is a science. <laughs> and so, and that's just an example, but, you know, you have people that are sitting on skills and they think that it's only the skills that they learned on their job or that you have to look outside for those skills. And you want to come into your business um, with your expertise and credibility, the credibility that you've built. 
you know, all the years that you worked on developing that expertise. Okay. So we talked about, talk, you know, make, outlining everything that you, you know, your passions, your skills, your expertise, what you're good at. And we talked about, you know, a second phase to that is to look at the problems you can solve. What is it that, um, what are some common issues? What are some common things? What have I been doing? Who have I been helping all these years by, you know, with this interest? Who do I have the potential to help? And then you want to refine that list um, and scratch out anything you're like, I don't No, nah, I don't see myself doing that. No, I don't like that. Um, no, that's, that's not really, I, I did it. I was, but that's not really my passion anymore. So scratch all that, all anything out that you can't envision yourself doing. And then you want to um, take it into a different phase, that same list, once you've scratched everything out, and you want to look at what services can I offer and who am I offering these services to? Who needs these services? You know, what, what, you know, now that I know what problems I can solve, how can I solve these problems by an, with an actual product or service? You know, some people go straight to coaching, but they really haven't thought out the back end. You know, everything doesn't have to be coaching. You know, there's so many ways to solve problems. And so you really want to think through what kind of service can I really provide to help people solve those, solve this problem? And one quick thing I want to go back uh, a little bit and talk about the problems. When you're thinking about the problems, get into, you know, not just the minor problems. This isn't, you know, about someone, think about yourself having a headache. And I'm using headaches as an example because my daughter suffers from migraines. And we're always looking at what is a level one headache versus a level 10. And so when you're helping people and you think about that problem, you want people that have a level 10 problem, you know, Mm. something that they have urgency to solve. You don't want to develop a service or a product around some, you know, something that where people aren't really in, they're not suffering. They're not, they're like, I'm okay. You know, I don't really need that. You know, you have to have some, you develop services that can really help people where people can say, I need that service. Oh, I need that product. Yeah. So it's like, you know, through this process, you, you've, uh, you're identifying, discovering the boss within. So I'm, I'm identifying and believing and accepting every gift and every talent, everything that I'm good at is, you know, and that, that really causes a, a person to stop devaluing what they bring to the table and who they are. It's like, I have to value me. I have to know my value, know my worth. And every single thing that I do is amazing. I love that you use the example of couponing because, you know, it takes a skill set for that. Like that's financially savvy. And that's, that's, you're bringing great value to your family and can bring great value to other people's families because not everybody knows how to do it. It sounds easy, but it's not easy. And the ability to teach other people how to do it and they can see those instant savings, you know, you bless some people, <laughs> you know, big exactly. families, small families, single people like that truly is a gift and a skill set. And we can't devalue what we have. And then the, the second thing that that comes to mind out of what you've said is, once I've done that, then how can, once I've identified that within myself and I accept it, then how can I take that to the masses? Like, how can I take that and then use it as a business? Because it's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I'm good at. It's, you know, and I can teach it to others so that I can earn income. But even now what you're telling me too is 
niche that down. We always talk about niching it down and getting really specific to people who that is a level 10 problem for them and not being just a general solution that maybe I'll get to you if and when I have that problem. But how do you narrow in and find the people who that is a level 10 problem for them and you are an immediate solution for them and you know, present yourself in a way that you are the solution. Your brand, your business is the solution. So they don't need to look any further. Right. And so you're taking that list and you're really refining it down to that, to one business idea that you're going to, you know, that's what you're going to pursue. And, and then in that, the last thing you want to do is you need to vet out the idea. You can't just assume, okay, I, I went through this whole process. Process. I came up with this idea. I'm going to make money now. You know, you need to vet it out. <laughs> you need to make sure that there's money to be made with this idea, right? And you do that by con- conducting market research. And this this is a step that so many people they step they they ignore it. They just jump into things. They're not really looking at you know is there really a market for it because they saw they see something online and they think oh that person has so many followers there's so many people listening to them and they just take an idea and run with it and whether you're you know in this you know in in, in the real world you need to vet stuff out and you need to conduct market research you need to look at um you know how many people are searching for this item it does is this solving a level 10 problem you know, mm-hmm. who's looking for this item? Who is this problem? This item really provide a solution to. And you once you decide all of that, then you can package it up and see how look at your and look at your the competitors. Who else is selling this solution? And the one thing you want to do, too, when you're looking at your market research is you want to look for gaps. You need to know who your competitors are and what gaps there are in the market, mm-hmm. because the gaps is where you know, people aren't getting their needs fulfilled. They aren't getting, they, their problems are not being solved if you can identify gaps in the market. And that is, you know, and that is how you package everything up. You know, you focus on those gaps, you focus on what people are looking for and you make sure you vet it out. You've got to research, you got to do research, you got to plan. All of this is yeah. planning. And, and then once you do all of this, then you get a coach. <laughs> People want to, they get a coach on the front, they get a coach on the front end and they haven't really thought out. Yeah. The, 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 the you know, everything first. So you're sharing some amazing gems right there. Like <laughs> that right there. Not only will that preach, that's helpful. That is really helpful. Mm-hmm. I had a, an, an, a yeah. sister this week asked me, she told me what it was she wanted to do. But what she wants to do is so broad. And so she was like, yeah, but I don't want to get started until I know how to do it. And so my question to her was, what part of this massive industry do you want to do? It's broad. So break it down and then you can do the research. And so she was like, well, I found all of these different you know, places that where I can go and learn, but it's going to cost me. Yeah, it's going to cost you, number one. Yeah. <laughs> but are you sure that that particular person can teach you what you want to know about the specific area in the industry that you want to do? And so her last one of the last things that she said that we talked about was, how do you do the research? 
like when you say research, yes, Google is your friend, but you've mm-hmm. got to know where to go. And if you haven't niched it down to a specific audience, you're going to spend a lot of time and a lot of energy spinning your wheels that generally ends up in frustration and aggravation. So when someone is, when because market research is key and patience is key as well. Where So let's say, for instance, um, I'm your client and I've told you that I want to sell the wonderful widget. And the wonderful widget, I want to specifically sell it to housewives between the ages of 35 and 45. With specifics like that, how can I begin my research on the best way to sell the wonderful widget? There's a few there's a few ways. Um, first, we d- dive deep into what does the wonderful widget do? <laughs> what does it do? What problem is it solving? Um, and then we look at like who else is selling that type of service. And then what you want to do is you want to look at who's who are they connected to? Who who you know where are they advertising? And there's tools to do that. Software tools like Similar Web um, is one tool you can look at a website and you can see where they're getting their traffic from. And then you also look at who's following them on social media. And you connect with those same people as well. And then you look at how people are searching for things. It's one thing to go to Google, but there's other mm-hmm. tools like Uber suggests. There's other tools like uh, Google has a keyword planner tool where you can kind of look at who's buying a particular product. Facebook inside of the business interface. You can also see, you know, do some market research there as well. And then also answer the public. And I like answer the public because you can actually uh, see how the specific questions people are asking. But I would definitely start when I'm looking at the wonderful widget is I want to see who else is solving that same problem um, because I want to look at my messaging. I want to make sure Mm -hmm. I can tap into that same market. And remember, Mm -hmm. I talked about gaps, right? So I want to see what gaps are these other, these other competitors, what, where are their gaps? Who are they missing? You know, what target population are they missing? And that is what I would focus on and who they're connected to. Who are their, fo- who are their followers? Who are, you know, what are they, in, are, are they involved in the Facebook groups that I can also get into? And, you know, look at your competitors, break them down and see, you know, who they are, where they're getting traffic from on their website. You know, how are they being found? And you Deep dive deep into who's following them and kind of and look at their messaging, look at what people are asking for. And then I would say also you could run some ads and mm-hmm. you can, you know, do that in terms of the, in the form of a poll where you're running ads, depending on how big your competitor is, you can run ads to to them, to their audience directly. So it's all about, you know, what problem you're solving because there's no cookie cutter approach to market mm-hmm. research. So you it's all about really looking at the pro- the big problem you solve and really kind of breaking down your strategy for vetting that product out. And that's See, what I help want- my clients do with the, you know, my programs. Those that are listening to us on the live and will catch it on the replay, that five minutes probably saved you $50,000. No joke. I, <laughs> the number could probably be bigger and a lot of time just by understanding 
the tools that you need in order to do the research. And that's just a couple of the tools. You want to know more tools. You got to make sure you connect with Michelle. That's what you want to do. I got her website in the comment section. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and pop it up on the screen. There you go. If you say, Laquita, there's too many comments. I can't find it. There you go. It's <laughs> on the screen. You cannot miss it because literally uh, she has given you, just bless you with some free information right there to help you. And I really, really love how you set that up coming in. We got to be ready for a coach. I don't know about you, but I've had clients and some of our other friends who've had clients and even myself have made this mistake. I brought the coach on before I was ready. And so then I couldn't get the best out of my investment because I wasn't ready. A coach can't exactly. do it for you. They're not the magic solution to your problem. <laughs> They're like an alongside help. You've got to be ready and you've got to give them something in order for them to work with to help you reach your goal. So I really love, you say a lot of coaches there too. We should probably send you an offering on that. Like you have to be ready <laughs> for your coach in order for your coach exactly. to reach your goals. Right. And you have a lot of coaches and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. They will take your money. They will know that you have no idea. Oh, yeah you know, oh, yeah. what, what direction. So you don't want to get a coach that's going to help you develop a coaching program if you don't want to be a coach. <laughs> you know, you have to kind of have your mindset. Do you have to have all the ducks in a row to have a coach? No, um, you do not. But you need to have a sense of what direction are you headed in? So the people that I work with, you know, they have a sense of, yes, I want to develop some kind of professional service business. And then, you know, we look at, you know, well, we talk, have the same process I just took you through, you know, we mm -hmm. do it specifically for the business that they want to start. And, you know, we and I'm helping them because they've already made up the mind, their mind that this is the direction I want to go in. So you mm -hmm. can't, you know, want to do e-commerce or feel like you want to do have a certain type of business model. And then you have a coach that's going to teach you, you know, to do opposite. So you have to make sure, um, and I wasted a lot of money. So this is, I'm saving somebody some money <laughs> because I, I thought when I first started out, I was like, I'm going to get a coach and they're going to tell me everything I need to do. They're going to, and it, it just didn't work like that. It, it just work did like not. <laughs> right. I, am, I can smile and thing because I did that. Like, <laughs> yeah. And wasted a lot of money, wasted yeah. money on, you know, just following the wrong people and the wrong messaging and the wrong strategy um, when it comes to what I needed to do in my business, because there is no cookie cutter approach. You really at some point do have to hire a coach because once you have your general idea and a general sense of what you want to do, um, how are you going to put it together? Like you're, you know, the young lady was asking you, I need to put this together now. Okay. So now you know what you want to do. Let's, let's sit down and put it together. And right. that that's where the work ends and then or starts rather. Um, and then one thing I want to say with the boss experience is D.A. So just like we have the baby, um, we have the boss experience podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> 
look, when the whole point of that that I like to do with with information and even with my guests, that's one of the things within our core values that we we share is making sure that people get the information they need in a manner not only that they can afford, but they can digest um, and then so that they don't waste their time. You know, what you can learn from me or from Michelle in our podcast, you know, on any free courses that we have from our social media postings, following the right people is key because you'll get that information that helps you set yourself up for success. So then when you're both financially ready and ready at that place in your business, even if you haven't started yet, but you just got some kind of framework going, that's a part of success. And now, and I believe that that is also a part of the, of the boss experience is I'm literally bossing up. Like I am building myself up to be and do this thing that I'm desiring to do. And so I'm mapping out the plan. And at the right time, I connect with the right coach so that they can help me uh, to achieve the goals that I'm trying to achieve. Right. And if you don't have if you don't take the time to um, plan everything out, you don't have to have a 40 page business plan before you get started. You know, you can develop a one page business plan and just kind of outline, you know, what direction are you heading in? Where is your you know, what is your expertise? And some people, you know, for those people who want to do something new, maybe they want to venture off and do something different. That's good, too. But know Mm -hmm. that you got to build credibility in that new area that you want to develop expertise in. So, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with doing something new because all of this, with all the expertise in the world, um, once you evolve into entrepreneurship, there's going to be things that you're going to have to continuously invest in so you can learn. You're going to have to learn marketing. You're going to have to learn, invest to learn uh, market research. You're going to have to invest um, in the right coach to help you scale your business because once you have things flowing and going at a certain pace now you want to get help scaling so with every stage of business you always um have to look at okay how what's the next phase of my growth because mm. it's not just about getting started yeah everyone can get started there's a lot of people starting businesses and like you said um as soon as a bump in the road comes they don't want to invest in a coach to help them and and they really probably started off on the wrong foot anyway because yeah. they focused on something that was a trend, um, which I saw, I see a lot of that, things that are trends. And you're like, okay, where is that going to be five years from now? Five okay. Years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you yeah. have people that will start their business on a trend or they're doing something because they see everyone else doing it, or they had a one-time success and now they think they can go off and teach other, you know, then they develop a course around it, a course, a coaching program yeah. and everything. And you just had one success and yeah, you need a track record of success. You need, you need to have that. I know like for a while there was this trend with being a coach to the C-suite. That sounds good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, are you, did you come? You've never been C-suite. As yeah. C-suite executive, how are you going to coach someone? that's a C-suite executive on how to scale and grow in their career or make that transition. You don't even you know, know what, like, mm-hmm. you, we don't know what that you don't is. even it understand. Nice and trendy. <laughs> right. And you don't know their pain points. 
You don't mm-hmm. know what problems they experience as an executive. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. And you can't teach leadership if you've never been a leader. If you've never been a leader. If you've never, le- if you've never led people and really truly led. I'm not talking about people that, you know, launch their business and all of a sudden they lead two people, you know, three people. <laughs> you know, you know, you when you're talking about like really deep um, management, you have to mm-hmm. look at, you know, people that have that experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know what, Michelle? Our time is like, I just looked at the time. It's like, Lord have mercy. I do this all the time. And that's go over my time. That's what I have a habit of doing. But I tell you what, if you can, we got to do a part two on this because this is some really rich information that we have and that we've been talking about, you know, the the realities of what it's like uh, being an entrepreneur laying the right foundation so that your likelihood of success increases and making sure you're identifying the pain points, identifying your target audience um, and identifying how to reach them. Um, And like we've talked about so many different things that come together to give you the portion of the boss experience. Let me say it like that. (laughs) A portion of the boss experience. So we're definitely going to have to have you Come back on again so we can continue this conversation. You know, I know it's like, Laquita, how are you going to ask me that all on the live? Girl, my calendar ain't in front of me. Don't worry. <laughs> answer that later. Like, I just want no, the audience I, to know. I, I'm I'd love to come back. <laughs> I'd love to come back. Thank you. For the awesome. Insight. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, look, before we do get ready to go, because I know we have, um, I have literally, taking you about 13, going into 14 minutes over our time. So what is one last thing that you'd like to leave with the audience today? Um, and how can the audience contact you and reach you? Okay. So I'll start with um, how they can reach me first, and then I'll get into what I'd like to leave them with. So if you yeah. want to reach out to me, you can do that with uh, by emailing me at Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, at marketinggymsolutions.com. You can contact me through my website. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-D-A-V-I-S-N-Y-C.com, which is michelledavisnyc.com. You can, um, you know, if you want to tune in, um, The Boss Experience, D-A-B-O-S-S-E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E, um, and you can find where I'm on all uh, podcast platforms and I'm on LinkedIn and all social media platforms as Michelle Davis NYC. And that's Michelle with one L I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. So what I'd like to leave people with the last word would be, and you know, authenticity starts with you. So you can't be authentic if you're mirroring everyone else and you, you know, and people don't buy products and services. That's a whole nother conversation. People don't buy products and services they buy from people. They can get products and services from anyone. Um, They get connected through people. And so when you start to show yourself authentically, and that starts with you, that starts with you showcasing your own expertise and your own skills and and who you are as a person and not trying to be or mirror uh, someone else, that's when you'll see real change in your business. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Listen, guys, thank you so much to all of you who have joined us here on the live and those of you that will catch this on the replay. We appreciate your support, your continued support of Laquita's Toolbox Live. I will be back next Thursday with another amazing guest and also announcing really soon when Michelle will be coming back for part two. So you don't want to miss it. Hit those <laughs> like, share, and subscribe buttons so that you don't miss any of the notifications. Reach out to Michelle, connect with her on social media. Her um, website information, her podcast information are here in the comment section. So go through the comment section, reach out to Michelle. I know that she would love to hear from you. You guys won't be disappointed. Get the podcast, man. Get on the podcast. There's some amazing gems that are released on her podcast as well. But until next time, I'm your host, Laquita Monley. You guys be blessed and have an amazing rest of your day.